my mother had an affair for several months with a priest. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. And welcome to episode 40. This is the final episode of season one. I will be taking July of 2020 off and coming back with season two in August 2020. And today for our season finale, I have someone I'm talking to um, and we are keeping her anonymous, but thank you for being here so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We are titling this episode after the discovery and there's a reason for that. And it's also how I met you. Um, I met you through, uh, I don't know how much of this I can say, so feel free to correct me on this, but I met you through a Zoom call, an NPE Zoom call you had put on. Thank you so much for doing that and organizing that. And you seem to be some sort of an organizer in the NPE community. Can you kind of explain what you have done for us? That is so wonderful, and I love it. (laughs) Can you explain your role? Thank you so much. Um, You know, I have been part of the NPE community for a couple of years now, and um, I've been in quite a few groups. And for me personally, um, I always had that small sense of discomfort because people who weren't NPEs or who aren't NPEs were allowed in these groups. And I wanted a space just for us, just for NPEs, um, because we get each other, you know, like we all have different stories. Um, No two stories really are alike, whether it's how they came to find out or um, whether or not they're living the fairy tale now. Um, It's, it's kind of this, the same, but there's so many different variations. And, and so because we understand what each other are going through, it was really, really important to me to start a community that was just NPE only. So NPE only after the discovery was born. And um, when we quarantined, um, I had an amazing retreat planned for April. And I was crushed, truly crushed, that we had to cancel it. I understand why we had to cancel it. I'm not angry that we had to cancel it, but I really was crushed that we couldn't have it. And so I thought, if I need connection, there have to be other people that need connection. And I thought, we're going to Zoom. That's what people are doing these days, right? We're, we're hopping on a video call and and we're 
having happy hours or business meetings. Um, and if it's okay for those things, why shouldn't it be okay for us NPEs to hop on a Zoom and talk about whatever? Some days we talk about being an NPE. Some days we get completely lost in uh, ridiculous, nonsensical, fun conversation. <laughs> but it's us and we're together. So I do them twice a week. Um, we meet Wednesday evenings, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we meet Saturday afternoons, 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And yes, that is how you and I came to meet each other. And I'm so happy that you got to come on and, and experience uh, a completely nonsensical kind of day. <laughs> that was, it was definitely a, a crazy off-the-wall fun kind of day when when you were there. But sometimes there's tears, you know? No, I, I loved it. I... um I knew I was in my place with my people when I heard some mother effers and a few curse words within my first like 90 seconds of being on the call. But <laughs> everyone was just getting genuine right into their stories right from the get go. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Thank you for hosting those. And so, okay, so you, you host retreats, you have a Facebook page, you do Zoom calls, you do a lot for us. Thank you. I'm glad that I can. So thank you for being part of the community and, and contributing and offering, um, you know, words of wisdom or maybe just crying with somebody. You know, yeah. we just, we do what we can. I'm lucky in that um, I had limited trauma. You know, I was really okay with my discovery. Um, not that I don't have down moments. I do have down moments, but they're moments and they're few and far between. But I just, I saw a need, you know, I saw a need for people that were so incredibly and completely crushed. And I love a good retreat on, a, on any day, NPE related, not NPE related. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm really just um, combining a whole bunch of interests and passions that I have and inviting some of my really close new NPE friends along with me. <laughs> I love it. Let's let's get into your story. I've read it, but why don't you start from the beginning and explain first your um your family of origin and kind of take it from there. My story begins much like probably almost everybody else's um, you know, let me take a test for fun. Um However, I had the knowledge that this could happen ahead of time. My husband and I had just returned from Disney. I like to say I was nursing a Disney hangover, um, out cold on the couch. You know, you're exhausted. It's not really a vacation. And I, I woke up to my husband saying, oh my gosh, no. Are you sure? Are you okay? What, what can I do? my immediate thought was, oh my gosh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the kids. Um, and, and I really never wanted my husband to hang up the phone so fast. Um, but when he hung up the phone, he said, you're never going to believe this, but, um, you know, this family member took a DNA test and, and found out that pop is not his biological father. And I said, okay, okay. He, He's still him. Um, it's terrible. It's life-changing. But he's still him, and we're going to support him. 
And then probably in the next day or two, I thought, I I have to take one of these tests because my grandfather was a foster child born in 1923. It was like a, you know, a a backdoor adoption, just this handoff. Um, And, and if, you know, this particular family member could figure out that his dad wasn't his dad, well, I was finally going to find where I came from. I was going to be able to find my grandfather's parents um, and and where he came from. So I ordered the test. It was, it was like a, an early Christmas present for me. And I, I ordered the test and, uh, and I took it. So I was raised primarily by my mother. Um, she and my dad divorced when I was very young. Um, I, I, I like to call him the every other Sunday kind of dad. If it, if it fit his schedule, um, he was always working. Um, and, but my mom met my stepdad shortly after they divorced. He was a huge part of my life. I adore him. Um, I love him. I have so much respect for him. But um, he was very good about not taking the place of my dad. Not that that was a hard role to fill. Um, my dad was a pretty miserable guy. I, I, he's like a curmudgeon. You know, we, we call him like bah humbug, you know, Merry Christmas, bah humbug. That was his, his classic line. Um, so he really was a, a good financial provider, but he didn't know how to show love. He didn't know how to give love. He didn't know how to receive love. He had a, a, a quick temper. I was always afraid of setting him off. Um, I didn't really want any part of the every other Sunday visits. Um, he just never seemed to love me, um, the way that, you know, the, the daddy daughter relationship goes. Um, so he and I briefly, uh, stopped speaking after he uh, picked up my oldest, who was three at the time, and and threw him clear across his yard because he just didn't have the patience to to deal mm-hmm. with him. And and I thought, I grew up afraid of you. My my kids are not going to be afraid of you. So we stopped talking for quite some time. Um, but he did mellow with age, um, and so I allowed him back into my life around the time that. My grandparents were rapidly declining. Um, you know, we lost my grandmother, and then a year later, we lost my grandfather. Um, my grandfather was my life. Um, he was everything my dad wasn't. He was funny, he was loud, he was outgoing, um, and he was not ashamed um, to tell the world that I was his favorite. <laughs> He uh, he had a, a million one-liners um, and silly songs uh, for just about any situation that you can think of. Um, and I can vividly remember sitting in the couch of um, his his room at the hospice and joining Ancestry, trying to find his parents as he um, you know, was, was rapidly declining, um, back in 2013. 
um, I was obviously completely unsuccessful, as we know, because I decided to take a DNA test. Um, but I lost a, a huge piece of my heart the day he died. And uh, I think losing both of them so close together um, made me realize that I should probably just suck it up and uh, spend as much time with my dad as I could because he's really alone now. Um, and I'm glad that I did that because a, a few short later, few, excuse me, a few short years after that, after we lost my grandfather, um, he was diagnosed with brain cancer. And uh, we ultimately made the decision to move him into our house so that he didn't have to die alone. And I, I lovingly say that brain cancer really was the best thing that ever happened to him because he got to experience love, I think, for the first time in his life. You know, he wouldn't let his parents love him. He wouldn't let my mother love him. He never remarried. He never um, even really had a, a long-term relationship, um, after my parents died, but he was diagnosed, um, in September and I lost him in July. Um, and in that five months, I was able to really show him that he was capable of love. Um, so hearing from that family member, um, that crazy day um and having lost my my grandparents and my dad i i said i i need to find out more about where we came from so i mailed the test in mid november and honestly i forgot about it um until cr christmas day christmas day i i joked with my mom i have christmas day at my house and so we were all here and I joked with my mom. I was like, listen, any day now, those results are going to be in. So if you have any secrets, now's the time to get them out. And she said, well, there may have been an affair or a few. And of course, we all laughed, you know, never, never really taking her seriously, if I'm, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and well, we know how that ends. <laughs> so two days after Christmas, um, I was on my way to get my hair done and I got the email, your results are ready. And now I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to look at these between here and the, the 15 minutes it's going to take me to get there? So every red light, I'm like furiously looking. I see my aunt, my mother's sister. She's my highest match. I'm like, okay, they got this right. And, um, a whole bunch of names that I didn't recognize, which I expected, right? Nothing out of the ordinary there. My grandfather didn't know who his parents were. So I really um, expected to see a lot of names that meant absolutely nothing to me. Um, and let me tell you that that hair appointment was a long hair appointment to begin with, but um, it was even longer <laughs> knowing that I was like stuck there on my phone and not mm -hmm. able to... Uh, to really kind of dig in um, and look at my results. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I got in the house and, you know, got on the phone with her. I was like, do you know, do you recognize this name? Do you recognize this name? Do you recognize this name? No, 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 no. 
Um, even though my parents divorced when I was very young, she stayed very close to my dad's parents. They were a very active part of our lives. So, um, you know, my grandparents were at every holiday, every um, sporting event, every performance. Um, we vacationed with them. Um, so my mom really knew a lot about, you know, their families. Um, but she just really wasn't um, recognizing any of the names that I was throwing at her. After a couple of days, I, I opened a tree and I, I recognized a couple of the names in that tree. And I said to my mother, do you think that my grandfather could be related to this person that we called uncle? And she said, no, no, no. I, I think that's just coincidental. So my grandparents and this person that we referred to as uncle, their parents were the best of friends. They raised their children together. So my dad and this uncle, who's not really an uncle, um, were friendly their entire lives. They weren't, you know, best friends like their parents were, but they grew up together. They knew each other. Um, and he actually stood in, um, at their wedding cause somebody got sick. Um, but at this point I'm, I'm still thinking that my grandfather was somehow related to, you know, his, his best friend's family. And I point blank said to my mother at that point, is there any chance that daddy is not my father? And she said, yes, it's possible. No name at that point. Um, you know, she just really felt that, that the name was coincidental, but she was willing to admit, um, that there was a chance. So another day and 50 million more questions later, um, she said, do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you who it is? Do you want me to tell you who your father is? And I said, yes. I didn't need her to tell me. I already knew. Um, but I think I needed her to say it, if that makes sense. So really, what I was able to discover is that um, my mother had an affair with um, my dad's friend, this guy that he grew up with, um, the same man who did stand in at their wedding, um, the same man who newly ordained two years prior was the man that baptized me. Uh, my mother had an affair for several months with a priest, and my initial concern was for her. I couldn't imagine the shame and guilt that she had carried all these years. And so initially I agreed to keep her secret, but I wanted to contact him. I had just seen him 10 months prior at my dad's funeral. So in my optimistic brain, I assumed 
that that must have been because he wanted to see me. I quickly found him on Facebook. I fired off, you know, a message. He read it immediately. He responded and said, "Mm, I think I need some time to absorb all of this. So later that evening, I got an email from him. Um, And he said that it was, quote, the most important information. And it was my medical information. And medical information is very important. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not. Um, but I think that was probably my first clue that I wasn't going to get the fairy tale ending that I so hoped for. Um, but I, I kept my blinders on and, um, you know, I just kept trying. My initial response to discovery was pretty much the same as my response when um, our family member had called us. Um, I was okay. You know, I, I accepted that no one's perfect. We all do things we're not proud of. And if I'm being truthful, I really am grateful for their indiscretions, if that's what you'd like to call them. Um, because they are what allowed me to be here. That's what allowed me to live the life that I'm living. Um, and, and I'm so thankful for that because, you know, I have a purpose. Of course, I'm, I'm still trying to completely figure out what that purpose is, but, um, I know that I'm, that I'm meant to be here and I'm meant to help people. So, um, yeah, my, my initial reaction really was very much like what I had shared. Um, and I like to say that nothing has changed yet. Everything has changed, right? I'm, I'm still very much me. I'm still a wife. I'm still a mother. Um, I'm still a teacher, but there's a whole part of me that I will never know anything about. Um, and that, that's really probably the thing that I, that I struggle with the most. Um, but about a month in, um, and, and lack of communication, um, I did have what I call a three day pity party. (laughs) I just, um, you know, crawled under my covers and I stayed there for three days. Mm-hmm. And I woke up on Monday morning and I said, well, what are you going to do? You know, are you going to get up and go to work or are you going to lay here and uh, keep crying? Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, you know, get up and go to work. This is, uh, this is, this is not how this is supposed to go. Um, so. I just decided that's it. You know, I, I I wallowed in every second of self-pity and I needed every second of that self-pity. Um, but I decided that I was never going to feel like a victim and that I would use my experience to help other people, um, and make a difference. Um, and so good old uncle and I, Uncle Dad. Maybe that's what we should call him. Uncle Dad. 
right? <laughs> um, you know, we had five months of, of what I call pleasantries. How are you? Fine. Happy birthday. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I would always say, you know, I'd really love to meet my siblings. And he would say, when the time is right, when the time is right. And I just thought, I'm a grown woman. And I don't need your permission to do anything that involves your other adult children. So I reached out to them on my own without permission. And it didn't go so well <laughs> um, for Uncle Dad and I. Um, he, uh, he sent me an email, which I might add he CC'd my mother on. Oh, gosh. And told me that um, his other children, not other, excuse me, his children were free to make their own decisions, but that he had no use for me. And he probably never would. Oh, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can laugh wow. about it now. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't laughing about it then. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I, I wasn't even as sad as I thought I would be. But man, was I mad. And I was fired up. Um. But I forged ahead um, and met with my siblings. They were immediately open, you know, to meeting. My first meeting was um, just my sister. Um, and we had a great meeting. Um, she shared with me that um, she had known about me for um, several years, that her mother had told her um, that Uncle Dad carried my picture in his wallet for quite some time. Um, it actually fell out of his wallet. And so she inquired about it. Um, but, um, I had a, another meeting shortly thereafter, um, where I was able to, to be with both my brother and my sister. Um, and it, it really was, um, I think, uh, a really great meeting, um, you know, we, we chatted like we'd known each other our entire lives, even though we don't really have that much in common. Um, and I was really hopeful, you know, that we um, would be able to see each other on a more consistent basis. Um, they have younger children, so that's not really possible. Um, but we do chat. So I was super hopeful, you know, that my, my brother and, and my sister and I would would be able to see each other more often, but they do have younger children. And so they're far more busy than I am. Um, but we do text, we, we check in on each other. Maybe that will change in the future. Maybe not. I don't know. My, you know, my door is always open. Um, but I know that I'm no longer expecting a fairy tale. Uh, fairy tales are, are for movies and this is, um, this is real life. So. Um, that's really, that's, that's where I am in my story today. Um, I, I was raised with a brother, um, as well as, um, my mother's husband, uh, has, uh, some children as well. 
Um, so I'm, I'm super close with, uh, his children, not as close with, um, the brother that I was raised with. Um, but you know, we, we, I guess really were a really good blended family as far as nuclear families go, um, growing up, you know, I, I didn't know any different. So, um, I, I want to like- give you, I want to give you your respect with your mother, but I am curious as to where you stand with your, uh, your relationship with your mother today. And I guess your brother now that he knows if he knows. Yeah, yes. Um, my, my mother and I didn't speak, um, for a few months because I went really public with part of my story. Um, I didn't share my full story, but I did go public and my mother was very hurt by that. And my response to her was that I really felt like I needed to share my story. I'm a, look, I'm a teacher, right? And so I naturally I want to teach. And so I want to teach the world that we can't have this judgment. We can't have this shame, right? It was 40 something years ago. It happened. I'm here. I, I don't think that my mother should be judged for the fact that she had an affair 40 something years ago. Mm-hmm. She saw things differently and she really felt like I was airing her dirty laundry and that I had no place to do that. Um, and so we really didn't talk for a couple of months. Um, and my mother and I are great now, as long as we don't talk about this. Mm-hmm. We can talk about everything under the sun, except for the fact that I'm an NPE. As a matter of fact, she came over uh, at the very beginning of the quarantine and brought me uh, some pictures from when I was young. And um, I-, I don't even know how it came up. Um, but she said, I thought you were over that. And I said, well, mom, I- I'm about as over it as I can be. But, you know, my NPE does not consume my daily thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I'll ever be over it. I don't have closure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I kind of do have closure, but it's a very negative closure. Uh, It's not the closure that I want. So, um, but yeah, my mom and I are great. Um, Which is a good thing because... You know, my mom adores my children, um, and I, 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 you know, I love them. I, I love, I love my my mom and stepdad, my parents. That's what I call them, my parents. Yeah. Um, my brother decided to chuck and run when I told him. Um, I haven't talked to him in two and a half years. So. Sorry. That's okay. We're we're nothing wow. alike. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm always just so shocked when I hear about uh, siblings reactions when 
the NPE has found out this life-changing news. I'm just always, I, I don't know why I keep being shocked, but I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry. That's painful. Thank you. I think that my life is far richer. <laughs> yes. Without him in it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I understand. So, but I'm so thankful to you, um, you know, for giving us this platform for allowing us to share our stories and help others. So, so thank you to you. You're, you're welcome. And I get so much out of it. It's just, I mean, none of us know what we're doing. We're just a bunch of NPEs sharing our experiences together, but it's, it seems to be doing something. And um, I know some people will probably want to get in touch with you or they, they might like that opportunity. Um, Can they do that? And if so, how would someone reach out to you? Sure. So obviously, if you're listening to this and you're on Facebook, please come and join our group, um, NPE only after the discovery. It is a private group, um, but it is searchable. And by searchable, all that means is that um, anybody that's interested in joining the group can just search for it. um, And you'll be able to see who the admins and moderators are but not anyone in the group. Our community is private um, and we work very hard to keep it that way. Uh, or um, they can reach me via email um, at healing at gmail.com. H-I-R-A-E-T-H-H-O-P-E-A-N-D-H-E-A-L-I-N-G at gmail.com. Hyreth Hope and Healing is the name of the retreats. Um, we came up with that name because uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the term Hyreth. No, I was going to ask you. I've been seeing that online in the MP community. What does that mean? So Hyreth um, is, don't quote me on this part, but I believe it's a Scandinavian term. That part I'm not sure about. But um, It can't actually even be fully translated, but loosely translated, it means a homesickness for a home that you never knew and can never return to. Aw. So I think that kind of sums us up. It does. And I, that's what that means. I've been seeing that. So those are your retreats. Yes. Okay. I will put the um, Facebook group and... The email address also in the show notes as well, if you're okay with that. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing today. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE that would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come, heal with us.